I've lived enough life and watched people live theirs. And I've helped many clients in the field of coaching to know that you cannot negotiate your happy. You can negotiate mediocrity, however. In today's post, we're talking about non-negotiable change and what steps are needed in order to make sure that you are not negotiating what needs to change for you because you're the only one that knows what those steps are. You may not be able to articulate them yet, but if you ask yourself and you get quiet enough, you already know. Welcome to the Juicy Life Show. I'm your host, Fonda Clayton. I'm the feminine power broker. I help the successful woman who feels empty, mediocre, like something's missing, recapture her passionate, sensual self so that she can experience a life full of joy and passion. The Juicy Life Show is the place to find manna for your body, soul, and mind where you can learn to be truly fed from the inside out so that when you go out into the world, baby girl, you know you've got the goods. Learn and empower your sexy self with self-care hacks, improve your body image, and create your own damn story. Let's go. Non-negotiable change is when you become aware it is the only way you can have some internal peace. Your brain will inform you repeatedly. Why it can't be done, shouldn't be done, and give you a delayed date to begin. This is the very reason why you must leave the brain and ask your heart. Sink into it. This isn't easy to do though, is it? We've been trained to think and only trust our thinking mind. Otherwise, we are not considered part of the club. Insert smart. You get placed in the other pile. Air quotes. Who doesn't want to be considered smart? I mean, non-smart people aren't included in important conversations. Smart people get brownie points for showing how cerebral they are. I suffered from a massive smarty pants brain. I mean, I trained myself not to trust my gut or my heart, although I did not have the language that that's what I was actually doing. In the video that I will attach to this podcast, Um, It's a snippet of my story of how I bypassed my brain and followed my heart, finally. Making a change isn't easy, especially when friends and family have finally digested the last change you made. Making a change is scary. It feels like you have everything but support from those who are closest to you. Making a change, though, is necessary when it is the first thing you can think of when you wake up. And the last thing you think of when you go to sleep. And it makes you believe your life's plan should be crumbled in a ball in the trash. Mm, Or maybe only I feel this way. I realized that massage therapy was something I really wanted to do shortly after I finished college. And I searched for a job in my industry of study, which was fashion. I sent away for the massage therapy brochure and once I got it in the mail... I put it away in a drawer somewhere. I kept convincing myself that it wasn't the right time and that, you know, my parents had just spent all this money on college and, you know, I needed to get my money up. Besides, dreaming is for children and I have to get serious. I got to pay rent and adult. Fast forward a couple of years and I'm in the dream job of fashion. The only thing is it's everyone else's idea of a dream job. I had become a fashion forecaster for a fiber marketing brand. 
And I had made it, you know, cue the Jefferson's show music. Only I wanted something more. I didn't feel like determining skirt lengths was going to move the needle for me. I wanted something legacy building. I became restless. Have you ever felt this way? I remember being at work and picking up the phone at my desk. I made an appointment with the Swedish Institute to be interviewed. I could feel my heartbeat in my ears. What have I done now? I got off the train at the stop. I had been getting off since I was a young teen. 27th Street and 7th Avenue in Manhattan. I walked past my alma mater to the next block for an interview of my new life direction. When I used to hang out at my friend's dorm, I could see directly into the classroom windows at the Swedish Institute and peer at the weirdos taking off their clothes and lying down on massage tables. Now, I was going to be the new weirdo in town. Things got real as the interviewer looked down at my hands and informed me that I would have to cut my nails. Of course, she told me this after I signed my life away and enrolled in the program. This seems frivolous in comparison to helping people heal. However, my nails were part of my identity. Strange, yet true. The next phase of my life was underway and I had two years of study and state boards to complete before I had to figure out my fashion job. So I thought, cue music, dun dun dun. I was my department's guinea pig of travel, which I didn't mind. See the world on the company's dime, eat at wonderful restaurants, talk fashion and buy fashion. Mm, yes, please. I had gone to six countries in Asia and repeated trips to throughout Mexico. The fork in the road when I had learned that missing just one class during the curriculum meant I would have to repeat the semester. The department that I worked in had a three-week trip planned to Europe. My boss at the time was going to do the trek, and then she noticed a scheduling conflict. So you know who was next in line to go. Instantly, I knew I had to give my notice. My time safety net had disappeared in one meeting. However, I didn't feel like I had much of a choice. I mean, go on the trip and delay my personal dream and take the semester over and live in constant angst of having another trip come up months later. I was more afraid of not following through with my dream because I feared I wouldn't get the courage again, that I would fall back to sleep in adulthood. The thing I had to grapple with was my ego. I thought I would have more time to relish in the feeling of fake uh, hierarchy. The thing I love most about my job was watching everyone's reaction when I told them my job title, fashion forecaster. Here I was again, beginning again, falling from grace and going back to school. The feeling of being alone because my soul and heart was calling me to make a change into a field that no one close to me knew anything about, deciding to start over, which no one I knew ever did. I thought of my mother who died, never knowing what it felt like to do something for a living that she loved. She knew what she wanted to do, but always talked herself into a later date that never came. I didn't know if I would love massage therapy, but I knew that I didn't love fashion. So I, I made a plan and I gave my notice. I had to leap in order to find out. 
This story is almost two decades old. Since this time, my heart asked me to follow it again, and I became a life coach. It was birthed out of massage therapy. Longer story longer. (laughs) It is possible I wouldn't have become a life coach without leaving fashion. I certainly wouldn't be the type of life coach I am without massage. Through my own personal experience of making non-negotiable change in my life, I've been able to help coaching my coaching clients take leaps that seemed impossible. They have gone back to school, had a baby after 40, started a romance, lost weight, learned how to speak up for their dreams and ask for what they want in the bedroom, just to name a few. Is your heart tugging at you to make a non-negotiable change? Here is what you do. Step one, follow the breadcrumbs because the big picture may scare you. Read, it will. A breadcrumb is more digestible. Step two, seek support, especially when those who are closest to you will attempt to make your dreams more palatable for them, meaning staying where you are. Step three, trust your knowing and listen to your heart. This is a short sounding step. It's probably the hardest. Step four, only address the brain when you're giving it a directive. This means once your heart and your gut have given you a green light. And step five, you got to leap. If you need support into leaning into what is no longer non-negotiable for you, book a session with me. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Until then, live life like you mean it. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Juicy Life Show. I appreciate you spending the time with me. If you liked this show, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, just everywhere, child. I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher. I want to hear from you. Do you have an idea for a show topic? Email me at info at FondaClayton.com. Again, the email is info at FondaClayton.com. And of course, you can find an archive of this show and every show on FondaClayton.com forward slash podcast. Again, the URL is FondaClayton.com forward slash podcast. And remember this, I love you like cooked food. Until next time, live like you mean it.